Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome to Talks with John. Thanks for joining me today. We're on the subject of the fruit of the Spirit. Out of my new book, You Are What You Eat, Fruit for Your Soul. And today we're going to talk about joy, and I have entitled this Coconut Joy. James 1, 2, and 3 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Now, we have to understand joy is different than happiness. Uh, I just came from my father-in-law's birthday party, and we sang happy birthday to you, happy birthday, not joy birthday, but happy birthday. You know, when you're happy about something, it pushes all the other emotions out because that's all you feel. And uh, joy's not quite like that. Joy shares its space with other emotions. So let's talk about the coconut for us to better understand joy. Uh, there's a specific reason I chose the coconut to represent joy. A coconut is tough. It's difficult to crack. Coconut goes well with other fruit. It enhances the flavor. And joy complements other fruit of the Spirit and kind of toughens us up. Joy builds. In Nehemiah 8.10, it says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. But the entirety of this verse reads, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It isn't mentioning happiness there. Nehemiah was not happy. He was actually in captivity from Jerusalem. But Nehemiah was the cupbearer to the Persian king, and this position allowed Nehemiah to make a request of the king. And so God had put it in Nehemiah's heart to return to Jerusalem after this Babylonian captivity to rebuild the city and shore up its walls. The king granted his request and gave Nehemiah a letter to ensure his safety traveling to and from Jerusalem. Once in Jerusalem, Nehemiah held the position of governor. Ezra, the teacher, was right there beside him, served during this time, and they completed the work on the wall. Once it was finished, Ezra stood before the people and read from the book of the law. And it's in this context, Nehemiah gives these familiar words, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. They had been through so much sorrow, so much pain, so much loss, but they were instructed, stop grieving, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Did you know joy will cause you to thrive? You need joy in your life to move forward when spiritual battles and hardships seem to continually knock you off your feet. And James spoke to this in chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be complete, lacking nothing. God has a plan for you to succeed not fail. And when, when you move into this joy, you're going to have that plan of success. And we have to plan to succeed. Proverbs 15.22 says, Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Show me your friends and I'll see you. You know, if your friends are negative and telling you you're not going to make it, they're barely making it, you may need new friends. Set strong boundaries, embrace change, turn the television off, quit looking at the news all the time, Stop talking about how bad life can be. God's on the throne. Nobody's going to unseat him. His time is not nearly up. He can meet your need. 
And so the way to thrive in this joy is to be an encourager and find encouragement. Here's what survivors think, and here's what they say. I wish it would go back to the way it was. I wish I could do things like I did before all this happened to me. Life changes. Circumstances change, and we move on. Romans 12, I love these scriptures. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's what this whole walk in Christ is all about, giving ourselves to Him, being tested and approved for His glory. And be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, Romans 12, 12. So you know what? Joy helps us to stay in step with God even during difficulty because that joy stirs up the gifts of the Spirit so you can move forward with zeal. I love to go to the nations. I'll be going to uh, Honduras soon and later in the year, hopefully Egypt and Pakistan and Israel. Scripture in Psalm 47, 1 says, Clap your hands, all nations. Shout to God with the voice of joy or triumph, for the Lord Most High is awesome. God loves the nations, and He wants them to shout to Him with cries of joy. These cries of joy, sometimes, you know, we, we call them... I've, been in Pentecostal services, charismatic services, where we call people laughing in service, being overcome with the spirit of joy. But let me tell you what I, I feel about that. I think that's laughter caused by an encounter with the Holy Spirit, maybe an off branch of joy, but joy usually kicks in when things are tough. And when I really experience the toughness of this coconut joy, it's not times where I feel like laughing. It's times when I've been grieving and I have to put grief aside and let the joy of the Lord be my strength. You sense it. It's like a life preserver that keeps you from sinking. The joy of the Lord is your strength. If you're struggling, if you're in survival mentality, ask the Lord to allow this fruit of the Spirit to grow within you, to well up within you, to be a part of your life, because your life is worth living joyfully and fully. So don't live a ho-hum life. Don't live a life wishing to go back to the way things always were. Times change for a reason, and they want to, those times are meant to change you for the better. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, God has plans for you to prosper you, never to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And joy helps you enter into God's better and God's future in your life. So yes, it's tough. And when you get that joy from the Lord, nobody can crack it. Nobody can make it go away. It's resident inside you. So I just bless you today. Thank you for joining me. I encourage you to purchase this book. You are what you eat, the fruit for your soul. And God will feed you. God will restore you. And God will cause these things to be great in your life. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.